Okay, so my biggest fear is scaffolding falling on my head. I have lived in New York City for 10 years and this fear has never gotten better. It actually just continues to get worse. It's so bad that like I will cross the street to not have to walk under scaffolding. I don't know if I've just watched Final Destination too many times, but it's so bad. Like, especially if they're putting the scaffolding up, forget about it. I will go so far out of my way to avoid having to walk even on the same side of the street as that. Cause it's like, they're going to drop a pole and it's going to go through my head. Oh boy, typically when I'm walking down the street, I'm afraid to walk under a tree because I'm afraid birds will poop all over me. But of course, scaffolding is a big thing too. I never really worry about that. In fact, I try to hide under it during storms. However, the person that just shared with us obviously has a great fear of scaffolding and we want to talk about that. Hey, I'm your host, Larry Mullins, and welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. Who doesn't want to walk around and get a crack skull like the person we just heard? Nobody wants that. This is a new podcast where we're digging into what people are afraid of. No, not things like spiders and worms. That's too easy. The really random and odd stuff. We're going to keep things light while we're learning about fears and how to survive them. I want to know what you're afraid of, but we'll get into that later. For now, let's get back to this fear of walking down the street and having scaffolding collapse on you. How realistic is this? That's where we turn to the scaffolding expert. Who knew there was such a thing? John Newquist is joining me. He's put in 30 years with OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Is this a real thing or is this something that we've conjured up in our minds with regard to walking down the street and not walking under scaffolding? Because some people say, hey, I'll walk on the other side of the street as the person who expressed their fear is concerned. Is this a real deal? It is a real deal. I mean, one to three people get killed a year when stuff comes off the scaffolding, like a scaffolding plank, a scaffolding bracket, materials stored on there, whether it be a brick, a block or a steel beam. How often does this happen? About one to three years to just the workers. The public statistics aren't even counted. So you figure usually it's 10 times that for the public. Okay. And is there anything that we can do to avoid this fear? Because, I mean, when you talk about those types of statistics, it would almost appear that it really doesn't happen that often and we really don't have anything to worry about. Do we have anything to worry about? Well, if you're one of those three people that get hit, it's something to worry about. <laughs> I always look at the scaffold. You know, do you have guardrails and tow boards? Tow boards are these little boards that prevent things from getting kicked off accidentally. And if they're handing up lumber, you know, to build up a next level or take it down, you don't want to be in the area because if the person let go, one of these cases, the plank comes down and hits you and it's not a, you know, going to be a pleasant feeling. Even just getting bonked. I mean, they're heavy. And so for 30 years, you have gone out and you have analyzed these sites for safety and you've trained people in safety. What is it that specifically you're telling them, hey, avoid doing this or tie that wrench down or keep that hammer from falling or whatever? Share some of those things. Well, it's, it's much better than when I was in the 80s. I mean, we had over 500 scaffold deaths. Now we're down to 35. So that's not bad. Per year? Per year. Okay. So that's good. I mean, you know, we had a case in 2014 where a person just dropped a tape measure and it killed somebody. Really? Uh, yes. And so now you're seeing a lot of places put mesh up to prevent anything being dropped and coming off the scaffold or a side of a floor and everything else. So we always look for it. If you see up there and there's something that could come off, you don't want to be there, especially on a windy day. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. Is it more of a concern, you know, when we have inclement weather, the wind blowing something down, maybe the boards off of the scaffolding or something like that? Or is this just in a normal sunny day? I would say two thirds are normal sunny day. I mean, 
they they have working on the scaffold and something just comes off. You know, it's been a bracket, it's a beam, a part, and it just comes off because it wasn't stored right. Wind is always going to be an issue. You know, there was a case in Florida where, you know, the scaffold's up 32 stories and it falls. And, it, you know, people are trying to run as they hear people screaming and everything else. And one guy actually had a heart attack trying to run out of the way. See, that's the question I would have. When I see scaffolding, it's on maybe like the first floor, you know, the ground floor, you know, and it goes up to the second floor and people are up there working in that school. You're talking 30 floors up. There's actual scaffolding that goes that high up that I would be afraid of. Yes, that's that's something I would never walk underneath. I would go across the other side of the street. You're not going to know if something's coming down sometimes. By the way, what does it sound like when something's falling off of scaffolding or when scaffolding is starting to to fall? Do you have time to go, ah, get a big umbrella, a hard hat or whatever and get the hell out of the way? Sometimes it's like golf. They yell four, hey, look out. And if you hear look out, you run. You just got to run. You can't be looking up and get hit in the face. If the guy's 30 stories up or whatever, uh, you're not going to hear that. Of course, you're not going to hear that. You know, we've had people just, like I said, drop stuff. And, you know, it, it's like just a quiet object. And then all of a sudden somebody just gets hit and it's a lot of timing. So most of the time, do we see scaffolding accidents that take place in big cities like New York, where you have high rises and that sort of thing, or in smaller towns or what? Usually smaller cities, smaller scaffolds, bigger cities, tall buildings. That's when you worry about it, because if they've got the scaffold up to work on the brick or something, if a brick comes loose, it's coming down and you're not going to hear the noise of the brick. Wow. So what do you advise people to do who have such a phobia? Well, the best thing to do is what they do in Chicago, New York, is going to have a canopy above you that's made of metal or wood so that it'll hit the canopy and not you. If you don't have a canopy, you don't want to be walking underneath that scaffold. And I take it they go out and inspect for that sort of thing. And if they don't, what are the penalties for that? Just curious. In New York, you got the Department of Buildings, and that is a big thing for them because, you know, the buildings are old and they are aggressive as well as OSHA. Usually it's around about five or $6,000. Wow. So when you go on a site, what's the first thing that you look for when it comes to scaffolding? I'm going to look for two rails and a tow board just to make sure that nothing's going to come and possibly get me while I'm out there. Is the tow board something that goes out from time to time? I've heard about that. They're supposed to be secured and you're not supposed to be able to just kick it and have it fall off. So what we're looking for is that they don't, don't prop a two by four against the vertical part of the scaffold and there's no securement. Okay. Should we totally avoid the area of scaffolding when it's going up? Because I see people with two boards and they're walking across those two boards to install a third and a fourth and a fifth. Should we just stay away? Because sometimes I'll tell you, they allow you to walk under those. They say, oh, you can pass through here. They're done on this side, but we're still working on the other. Does that sound right to you? No. I mean, you're right. You don't want to be near that scaffold when they're handling the board because the board can go 20, 30 feet in the wind. So I need to report some people. <laughs> well, they're supposed to do it safe. They're supposed to be trained, but everybody makes a mistake. I'm also seeing where the scaffolding that are over the sidewalks, they come with the fancy lights now. They've got big fluorescent lights that are burning and they've gotten a little bit more sophisticated. Is that another worry? I mean, when we talk in terms of not just the tow boards now, but you've got other equipment that's being affixed to that scaffolding. I don't think I've seen a light come off or anything else like that. I've seen brackets. Sometimes the clamps are not secured on the scaffold and they fall off because they weren't secured in the first place. Obviously, you're not a medical expert, that you are a building or a training expert with regard to safety. But in your best guesstimate, what would you say to a person who says, I have a phobia, I'm afraid of walking under scaffolding, what should I do? I would, wouldn't walk under the scaffold unless it has a canopy. Unless you look above it and it has a solid wood or metal, I don't usually want to walk under that scaffold. And if the trainer is saying, I don't want to do that, it's a valid phobia, if you will, or a valid concern. It is a valid phobia because there are people every year that seem to get hit by the scaffold planks or other components. 
John Newquist, thanks so much, brother. Appreciate you joining me. Thank you very much. And we thank you for listening to your weirdest fears. I want to know your fears. So share them and you could be featured in the podcast. You can email us at your weirdest fears at odyssey.com. There's a link in the episode description. If you're enjoying the show, please rate, review and subscribe. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Your Weirdest Fear is a production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Special thanks to our producers, Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilat. Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Red Wood is the managing producer of podcasts, and I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Thank you for listening.